The 2020 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference is sold out. If you want to be placed on a waiting list, send an email to lynn at issuesetc.org. Holy God, holy and most gracious Father, have mercy and hear us. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Hymn 849. Praise the one who breaks the darkness with the liberating light. Praise the one who frees the prisoners, turning blindness into sight. Praise the one who preached the gospel, healing disease, calming storms and feeding thousands with the very bread of peace. Praise the one who blessed the children with a strong yet gentle word. Praise the one who Praise the one who brings cool water to the desert's burning sand. From this well comes living water, quenching thirst. 
from Matthew chapter 9. As Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame through all that district. As they were going away, behold, a demon-oppressed man who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. But the Pharisee said, He casts out demons by the prince of demons. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Come, holy light, guide divine, now cause the word of life to shine. Teach us to know our God aright, and call him Father with delight. From every error keep us free. Let none but Christ our Master be, that we in living faith abide in him our Lord, with all our might confide. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. In our meditation this morning, we focus on the prayer of the blind men in verse 27 of our reading. Have mercy on us, son of David. Mercy is not evident in the world. Uninvited, and toward no apparent good, suffering intertrudes, disrupting the routines of life. Eyes that were designed by their Creator to see are rendered vacant of light and the capacity to, up, to apprehend form, movement, depth, and color. How were these two men rendered sightless? 
with some prenatal defect, a degenerative disease, or perhaps an accident. The Holy Scriptures are silent. We don't know. We only know that in their perpetual darkness, they follow after Jesus with a supplication that befits all of us who stand before God as beggars, have mercy on us, son of David. This little episode, like all of Holy Scriptures, was recorded that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and believing have life in his name. This event, like the whole of the Old Testament, was put into writing that as the Apostle Paul says in Romans 15, that by the steadfastness and encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. And these two blind men actually give us hope in the mercy of God. They become for us tutors in the prayer that lays hold of God's promised mercy, taking God at his word, even in the midst of the futility of darkness. You know, we've prayed the Kyrie countless times in the divine service, in the prayer offices, and in the litany. Now these two nameless blind men teach us in the midst of this present pandemic to pray it with deeper urgency. They lay hold of Jesus, addressing him as the son of David. He is the Messiah, anointed by the Father with his spirit to proclaim release to the captives and to give sight to the blind. In a world where sin shows no mercy, enslaving one and all in the grip of death, Jesus comes with the promise of redemption in his blood. For by his stripes we are healed. In this old and creaking creation, broken by sin, where disease is reckless and death reigns, Jesus comes not with more condemnation, but with an absolution. Your sins are forgiven. And that absolution carries the promise and the power of Easter the resurrection. Though you die, yet shall you live. For the very sin that puts you in the grave is no longer held against you. Jesus is not socially distant to these men who most certainly can walk only by faith and not by sight. Their eyes are in their ears, for without having seen the Good Shepherd who has compassion on them, 
they hear his voice. And what does he say to them? Jesus says, do you believe that I am able to do this? Clinging to Jesus' words and promise in the darkness is the way of faith. These men believe, and believing they speak. Yes, Lord. Great David's greater son puts himself there for these men at the place of their deep need. His fingers go into their eyes, and with his words, according to your faith, be it done to you. Their eyes are opened, and they see. In the hour of their deepest need, they call on their Lord. Their lament is answered by the Lord who is rich in mercy and abundant with compassion for his fallen creatures. It is a good thing that we have these two blind men to teach us in the days of the coronavirus how to call on the name of the Lord, trusting only in his mercy. These past two weeks, we have become reacquainted with Luther's letter to Pastor John Hess during the time of plague in 1527. Things were bad in Wittenberg when Luther wrote that letter. Luther referred at one point to his own house as becoming a hospital as he and Katie were caring for Karlstadt's gravely ill sister-in-law. While this was happening, Katie was pregnant with Elizabeth and their son, Hans, was very seriously ill. Certain, uncertain, and strange days for Luther and his colleagues, no doubt. And no wonder, after the epidemic was passed, Luther, reflecting back on those days, would describe his own situation as hanging on to Christ by a thread, even as Satan had bound his ankles with chains and was pulling him down, down into hell. But faith will not let go of Christ. In these days of worry about infection, anxieties about the impact of the pandemic on jobs and the economy, fears about a future, that is unknown. You may empathize with Luther, feeling that you are hanging on by a thread and the devil is furiously at work to break that tenuous grip. But you have more than Luther's example. You have Luther's Lord. He is the Lord who brought Luther through those dark days. He is the same Lord who opened the eyes of the blind. He is the Lord who, as Franzman's hymn puts it, 
came into our hall of death to breathe our poisoned air, to drink for us the dark despair that strangled our reluctant breath. Crucified for your sins and raised again for your justification, this Lord forever lives as your brother and Savior. And he gives to you a promise that nothing in all of creation, worldwide pandemic, pandemic, unseen microbes, can keep him from coming to you in mercy. He is for you just as much as he was for those blind men whose prayer for mercy he answered. For this Lord is the yes and the amen to all the promises of God. As you believe, let it be done unto you. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. O Lord, have mercy. O Christ, have mercy. O Lord, have mercy. O Christ, hear us. God the Father in heaven, have mercy. God the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy. God the Holy Spirit, have mercy. Be gracious to us. Spare us, good Lord. Be gracious to us. Help us, good Lord. From all sin, from all error, from all evil, from the crafts and assaults of the devil, from sudden and evil death, from pestilence and famine, from war and bloodshed, from sedition and from rebellion, from lightning and tempest, from all calamity by fire and water, and from everlasting death. Good Lord, deliver us. By the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Help us, good Lord. In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death, and in the day of judgment. Help us, good Lord. We poor sinners implore you to hear us, O Lord, to rule and govern your holy Christian church, to preserve all pastors and ministers of your church, in the true knowledge and understanding of your wholesome word, and to sustain them in holy living, to put an end to all schisms and causes of offense, to bring into the way of truth all who have erred and are deceived, to beat down Satan under our feet, to send faithful laborers into your harvest, and to accompany your word with your grace and spirit. We implore you to hear us, good Lord. 
to raise those who fall, and to strengthen those who stand, and to comfort and help the weak-hearted and the distressed. We implore you to hear us, good Lord. To give to all peoples concord and peace, to preserve our land from discord and strife, to give our country your protection in every time of need, to direct and defend our president and all in authority, to bless and protect our magistrates and all our people, to watch over and help all who are in danger, necessity, and tribulation, to protect and guide all who travel, to grant all women with child and all mothers with infant children increasing happiness in their blessings, to defend all orphans and widows and provide for them, to strengthen and keep all sick persons and young children, to free those in bondage, and to have mercy on us all. We implore you to hear us, good Lord. To forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. To give and preserve for our use the kindly fruits of the earth, and graciously to hear our prayers. We implore you to hear us, good Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, we implore you to hear us. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, grant us your peace. O Christ, hear us. O Lord, have mercy. O Christ, have mercy. O Lord, have mercy. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning, and though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children and provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness, give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen.